0: hey everyone welcome to episode 80 nope wrong episode 91 of Franco's world it's just me today it's just solo episodes so if you're new because um, I'm recording I have a recording going so if it looks a little different if it sounds a little different I have a new mic setting because I'm recording on video today so you can follow me on YouTube Franklin Miller that's my name and uh, so solo episodes if you don't know I have like four or five topics and I and I give a quick story or maybe riff material. I riff a lot of material in the solo episode since I can't get out and do actual standup. I do my virtual shows, but that can only go so far. Uh, if you don't follow me, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Franco's world underscore. If you do follow me, thanks. If you just recently got unfollowed by me, don't take it personally. I have not talked to you since high school. Uh, you have not retweeted anything of mine since Vietnam. And we don't owe each other anything. So you got the boot. If you're a woman and I unfollowed you, I promise it's not because you recently engaged or married or recently had a kid. Uh, and it's not because like, oh, she's not single. That's not why I unfollowed you. I unfollowed you because I have not spoken to you in years. So we don't owe each other anything. So don't take it personally, strictly business. Let's keep it moving. We're all adults here. All right. So Yeah. I'm recording today. My background, Yao Ming, life-size poster. How many people can say they have that? This is a finish line ad from the early 2000s. My grandma got it for me somehow uh, in Beckley, West Virginia. So shout out, grandma. Uh, Speaking of family, I'm back home in my parents' house. Had to move here after the pandemic or after the pandemic had uh, started, I guess. Uh, This is not like a rant, like Out of the world story. I know a lot of people that had to do this. I'm not in sort of a failure to launch scenario. This is just circumstance. This is where I'm at. And I'm trying to make the most of it. However, being back home, it means a few things. It means that me, coming from a very religious family, um, I'm going to have to go to church. Sorry if you can see my knees. I just realized that. Um, Thank God I moisturize my knees daily. And they're not ashy. Because that would be weird. I'm trying to get the knees out of the frame. But, <laughs> sorry about the knees. Uh, that's not a professional look. So being back home means a few things. It means I'm going to have to go to church, all right? And I'm not saying going to church is a bad thing. I'm not saying being a good person, doing the right thing, which religion at, a, at its core is, is what it's supposed to be, is a bad thing. I'm just saying what, it, it gets to a point where it becomes too much. And you know what I'm talking about because there were point in times in my life where it was a little bit too much. My father was a pastor. He wasn't a condemning type of yell at a college, yell on a college campus that we're all going to hell type of guy. He was a good guy, okay? I have to, because people have negative connotations with religion, I have to say, he's a good guy. He would go to the prisons. He'd go to the crack houses. He would go to the downtrodden people and try to give them a positive outlook. That's the type of guy he was. He was actually doing, he would never condemn anybody for anything, okay? I have to say that. And he doesn't even know I have to say that, but I have to say that because he doesn't know his... His lens and where my lens is are two entirely different things, all right? so He's a good guy. This has nothing to do with him. Growing up in a very religious household, it meant a few things. Uh, so it meant on Sundays, you got to go to church. And where I'm at, yeah, like, I'm technically in the Bible Belt, all right? But West Virginia in the Bible Belt is like that first belt loop, all right? So look at it like an actual belt it nobody really uses that first belt loop unless you're a really thin person or it's just like the wrong size belt you're like it's not like it's there but nobody really uses it that's where west virginia is in the belt loop uh but they still m- much like the rest of the bible belt they still have that intersection between religion and politics and i'm and i'm not going to give an opinion here this is not me doing a whole thing it's just fact of the matter so every church here is first lutheran first baptist first methodist first Episcopalian. I don't think there's a first Catholic, but... And they always have signs out front, like the the guy out there changing them. Like, he's changing gas station prices. And before the election happened, they were like, uh, pray for our leaders. It's a good thing, I think, praying for the people. If you're a religious person, praying for the people in power over you. Probably a good thing. And then after the person they, they wanted to win lost, that message was gone, and then it changed to, God is still in control. So do you really want, are you really praying for the leaders or just praying for the leader you like? That's the question I have with the, with the local churches. Let's say for, let's say first Methodist of 42nd street. If that's a real church, my bad, but I'm just saying I can't get behind the intersection between church and politics. I just don't think that's a good thing. I know a lot of churches do it, man. Growing up every 4th of July round service Memorial Day, uh, Veterans Day, they, um, the, you know, we're, we're doing the Pledge of Allegiance, we're singing America the Beautiful, and then you're, and then you're praying, and it just, I don't like the, I don't like when those things intertwine, they should be kept apart, okay, but, uh, my parents are very religious people, and growing up, I had a TV with three channels on it, four, three and a half, really, so if there was a certain amount of leaves on the trees, I couldn't get one channel, and I got ABC occasionally, remind you, this is rabbit ear television with tinfoil on it, but it's also, I'm in 2006, it's, different times. Uh, <laughs> and uh so there's no SNL, there's no Tonight Show cuz it's Sunday. So you got to watch on Fox, you had Family Guy, American Dad, The Simpsons. That's funny stuff. It's network television. It can only be so dirty. You can't really you can say hell once maybe on network television. Like you can't like it's not that dirty. But every time I lived in a long ranch home and every time I heard footsteps about to pass by my doorway, and you had to keep your door open, couldn't lock the door, I would Sit in front of it and change the channel and be like, change it over to Dateline NBC, and my parents just think I'm a well-informed, you know, ten-year-old. That's what I did, man. That's that's the type of games you had to play whenever you're a kid growing up in the in the household that I did. Um, you know, and even now, like being back here, man. Um, like my parents want to watch a movie twice a week. They want to have movie night, but they. Like, hate it when movies curse a lot, or if there's a sex scene in a movie and stuff like that. And it's hard for me to find a quality, like, story based movie or an action movie without that type of thing in it. Like, I've watched Cars 2 8,000 times with them. Uh, I can't watch Cars 1 because he says, I'm in Hillbilly Hill and I'm in the middle of nowhere, West Virginia. And they take offense to Hillbilly Hill because they look at their surroundings and they're like, oh, well, he's talking about us. And I didn't like that. So I can't I can't watch cars one I have to watch cars too. Um man, but I do I go I go big time with Movie Night man. Hi, Movie Night with me is an experience. And I hope you the listener get to experience that one day. Because what I do for Movie Night man, I go to, I get on YouTube and I have a, like a 5 minute countdown like those old um drive-in movie theater countdown things where it's like the show starts in five minutes the show starts in three minutes and it's like get your popcorn at the snack bar we also have hamburgers and pepsi that's the i play that so we talk get on your phone do whatever you need to do before the movie starts i dim the lights not all the way just enough okay so there's a little and then i'll maybe play a trailer of a new movie coming out or play a trailer of an old movie that i haven't seen yet and maybe you haven't seen it. And we'll watch that, and we'll maybe be like, oh, I think I want to go see that. The other day, I just watched The Nice Guys. That movie came out in 2016. I watched that last night for the first time. That is now a top 10 movie for me. It was hilarious. Action, a whodunit, like, try to find out what's going on, break the case type of thing. Um, uh, a ton of comedy, Ryan Gosling's character and that is hilarious. And there's enough story to keep it interesting. There's so many layers of the story and t- twists and turns. Really got into it. So check out The Nice Guys if you haven't seen it. It's hilarious. Every five seconds, Ryan Gosling's like, ah! His funny high-pitched scream. That's a funny guy. Very underrated funny guy. Very funny guy. And Russell Crowe is in it. He's the other guy. And he and I have the same birthday, April 7th. Back to the parents in Movie Night. <laughs> I've seen Cars 2 a billion times. And they love Denzel. My dad thinks Denzel is the best actor in history. I have watched every Denzel movie twice because there's not really sex scenes in Denzel movies and he might curse a little bit, but not that much. Well, American Gangster, he cursed a lot. So I keep that one away from my dad. Essentially, I have to go on commonsensemedia.org. Okay, a site that's used for teachers and overly strict parents or just a concerned, cautious parent. I have to do that as a 24-year-old man for my 60 60- Five sixty plus year old parents to make sure count how many curse words are in the movie count how many times you see bare breasts in a movie if there's any of that mom is walking out the door one nipple see ya. that's just what happened and one time she got so mad at me because somebody said hell in a movie or something like that and she was like you just and i'm like mom like this is everyday life like that's not even a bad word in the Bible, it says a thousand times, you have to throw the Bible thing at them. That's how you get them to make them think it's okay. She's like, well, you just need to have respect for other people's beliefs. What do you like? That's the type of like, I don't know what type of psychological term they're throwing out on TikTok these days about emotional manipulation and trauma in gaslighting. But I have just been <laughs> my whole life. I'm terrified of my mom for some reason. because I cannot watch anything without it saying one minor curse word. And I'm like looking over my shoulder. I'm not going to get punched. All right. She didn't hit me. This is metaphorical. Okay. But back to Denzel, we've seen the equalizer equalizer Two, both very good movies. We've also seen every Liam Neeson movie under the sun. And I got to tell you folks, I'm running out of options. So if you know of a good actiony whodunit, we love a whodunit. Like a murder mystery that isn't too vulgar, it's not too in your face. That kind of I, that I could watch with a. If it's something I could watch with a child, can you please like let me know so I can watch it with my very much not children parents? <laughs> okay, thank you. I literally have to be the guy. Like I'm putting on parental controls for my family. I'm blocking MTV for my family. This is the type of stuff I go through. MTV was blocked for me growing up, and then one day it became unblocked, and then I got really into Robin Big. <laughs> oh man, I'm not mean to. I don't mean to harp on my parents. They're really good people. It's just funny. That's the type of stuff they they did. Man, um, wasn't allowed to listen to a lot of of like not clean music. Um, I'm trying to think. Did I do the POV? Did I do the? I don't know if I did the POV of. Um, let's just do, let's just do a POV. I, I wrote a POV sketch. I'm writing one and I don't, if I did do it, I'm cutting it out. If I didn't do it, I'll do it right here for you. So POV is POV, uh, growing up in a very religious, growing up in a very religious household. Did I do this? And people listening to this are like, no, you didn't just, do, just say it and stop beating around the bush. So, so here's POV. Uh, you grew up in a very religious area and your one friend who's kind of into it finally convinced you to stay over at his house. You were lenient because his lunch is ham and cheese sandwich with the crust on it and celery and peanut butter. And yours is grips. And you remember grips was like cookies, but in a bag, it was like, you, you know, I'm talking about grips and uncrustables, got a lot of cool stuff. And he finally convinced you to be cool. This day and night at uh, his house. I can't. I had to have done this, right? If I'm repeating myself in my own episode, I'm gonna die. But I'll just cut it out. Um, okay, here we go. I'll be, I'll be Bobby. You be whoever. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my mom said you could stay the night, but uh, you have to go to church with us in the morning. She said you could just wear my clothes, so it's fine. No, I'm not allowed to watch Spongebob. Uh, He runs around in his underwear. My parents think he's gay. My parents think he's gay. There were parents in my hometown that would not let their kids watch Spongebob because they thought he was a gay man. That tells you anything about my upbringing. My My parents let me watch Spongebob all day. But you're telling me the guy who has a never say die attitude, always wakes up with a smile on his face, works really hard and is a really good friend and will be there for you when you need him. You can't watch that because you think he's gay. Do you know how soft that is of a mindset? Do you have, do you know how sad it is to live like that? Gosh, now I'm yelling at people who I haven't talked to since I was in elementary school. They don't deserve that. Maybe they've changed their mind. (laughs) Um, Let's see here. I got other stuff. I got to talk about um, COVID stuff. I got to talk about COVID stuff, COVID precautions. Let's talk about COVID precautions. Things that I can't believe we did before the pandemic share drinks with people. Uh, I didn't do that before the pandemic, I'm not gonna do it now or after. If you're my girlfriend, I guess it's a little bit differently, or you're my future wife, I guess it's a little bit different. But say this like out in public, uh, in college, like, like back in the day in college, like college parties, West Virginia University, classic, um, classic party school. During my time there, you go to a party and a girl's like, what is that? And it's like, oh, I'm, this is uh, X, Y, and Z. Not ecstasy. This is X, Y, and Z. Insert drink here. Not ecstasy. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, it's X, Y, Z. She's like, can I try that? I'm like, no, you, you can't. This is mine. You may not try my drink. Even my guy friends. It's like, yo, bro, what is that? Like, oh, this is this, is this drink. This is that drink. Oh, I haven't had that. You want to try that? No, I don't because that's yours and i have mine and you can't i don't want to i don't want to do that that's not crazy for me like people dude uh i am a germaphobic person i have a hand sanitizer i'm right by my bed i have a hand sanitizer bottle by my bed i have a hand sanitizer bottle in my car i've one in the kitchen i've one in the living room Dude, if my OCD tick is me being cleanly, like, sue me, man. Some people pick their nose. Some people bite their toenails, man. Like, uh, if my addiction is being clean, then that's fine. People eat sofas. People eat mattresses. My strange addiction. You know, people eat paint. I'm clean. I'm a clean person. And I'm not, like, overly, like, I'm not scrubbing the tile floor with a toothbrush. I just like to be clean as a person. Like, oh my gosh, my whole life, people have just said I'm like a crazy person. I remember I went on a couple of dates with one girl, fizzled out. I was in college, a couple of dates, that's it, no big deal. But we ended on good terms, acquaintances, mutual friends, it'll be fine. And I'd see her for the first time in like a year at a West Virginia tailgate. And she's like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, oh, it's good, whatever. And she's like, come here, come over to my tailgate with my family, Okay and she goes this is franklin he's a germaphobe that's how you introduce me as a germaphobic man how about just say hey this is franklin I'm a germaphobic man dude like i'm not like t- cowering in fear over germs i leave my house i talk to people people think i'm a crazy germaphobic man because i wash my hands before i eat if i go on a date if i'm with a group of people and i i i leave the i leave the table every time like Almost like the same time after it's always after I order and then I wait a few minutes because the food's being prepared and it's like, okay, I time it. So it's like I wash my hands and by the time I come back, like the food will be there. I'm sorry I got to leave you at the table all alone, but like I'm not a crazy person. I I wash my hands and I don't get mad at them for not doing it. I wash my hands before I eat every time. Even if it's something simple like chips, I will wash my hands before I eat. That's not a crazy thing to do. I wash my hands after I use the bathroom every time. This is not a crazy thing to do. Okay? People think I live in la-la land because I do this. It's not weird. I promise. All right? Uh, I disinfect my phone sometimes and and my laptop sometimes. I turned a couple of my friends onto that because I showed them the amount of bacteria that these things carry. Are you kidding me? Of course you're going to have to wash that sometimes. You'd be crazy not to. You're cleaning it, not wash it. I'm not dunking it in water. <laughs> I'm not a crazy person, all right? I swear I'm in touch with reality. But I always shower before I get in bed. And, you know, that's been a, a topic of discussion for years. I got a lot I, I, I had like a year long girlfriend, and she wouldn't always shower before she she got into bed. And I was like, "Well, I am, I'm doing that. That's what I do." And it was a topic of contempt. Almost, I'm just thinking like, like it, it wasn't bad. Like we're going like out like walking in the wilderness and jumping in mud and something like that. But still, like think about it like this: I have a lot of listeners in New York City. You're, you're riding the train that they're just now started cleaning for the first time since the 80s. They clean it every day. Or riding the bus so that they clean finally for the first time. Or you're walking by a group of people, a million people on a street corner in New York. Smoke, this, that, the other. All over your, your skin, your hair, your clothes. And you're going to jump into the bed with blue jeans on? Are you kidding me? Burn the building down. Jumping into the bed... With blue jeans on. What are you doing with that? This isn't Alberta, Canada in the 80s. Leave the denim at the door. Don't get into the bed with your outside clothes on. Don't get into the bed with your outside clothes on. That's not a crazy thing to ask of someone. I just like to, like, dude, oh my God, it's so much better for you, health speaking and skin wise. If you get like if your bed is not disgusting and not dirty. I, I don't know why I feel like I'm a crazy person by saying this. Think about like all the precautions that medical professionals will do now, now that the pandemic has happened. Think about it pre-AIDS epidemic. So what dentists and doctors were doing pre-AIDS epidemic were just washing their hands, taking the rings off, wash their hands and going to work. Someone's working on your lateral incisor barehanded. This is before AIDS. Then AIDS became a thing and they started wearing gloves. And now this is a thing. And now they're wearing masks, which they always were wearing masks. But now they're wearing a face shield. Now they're wearing like this overcoat type of PPE. Morgan, That's going to be commonplace. I feel like that's not a crazy thing. Like I want the healthcare workers to be more safe. I want to be more safe. This is not a crazy thing to to ask, like to wear more protective equipment like that if you're in the medical field. I don't know, man. Maybe I am a crazy person. Maybe maybe I am wrong. I've been told a lot that I'm just too negative all the time and I don't find the positives in things. I'm always seeking the negative. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe sharing drinks with a random stranger is a good idea. Maybe it'll build up your immune system as opposed to eating right and exercising, getting proper amount of sleep and staying hydrated. Maybe I should just share share drinks with people. Maybe I should just let doctors work on my teeth without gloves on. Dude, I'm not a crazy, like, I know, I know it's bad optics to have the hand sanitizer by the bed. I know it's bad optics, but this has been here for months and it's essentially full, okay? I know it's bad optics. I know it's bad, but, (laughs) and and I know I'm not getting vats of toxic sludge poured on me in my sleep. I know that. I know that. It's like, it's like you. So you, yes, you, you go to bed with a plastic water bottle every night and you drink half of it and you hide the rest behind your bed. This is my, this is my water bottle. It's just there. It's part of my nightly routine. It's there. No, I'm not dunking myself in it. I'm not bathing in it. Maybe I'll put some of my hands before I go to sleep, but that's after I do the rest of my nightly rituals. And I have a long list of nightly rituals I have to do. I just I don't want to like I'm tired of feeling like a crazy person because I like to be cleanly. Simple as. I lived by myself throughout college. Place was spotless. I would take offense if my friends from my hometown or friends from different colleges and I knew they were coming to my college town, I would take offense if they decided to stay at another person's house over mine because I mean, yeah, I had a one-bedroom apartment, but I had a big living room with an incredibly soft, comfortable, big couch. I, I'm like, my place is so clean. It's the perfect home for you, and you just choose to go somewhere else. You, live in, you choose to live in filth. You got to move bongs over. Tons of beer cans. You have to move beer cans so you can lay down. You choose to live there. On a couch that got picked up out of a garbage bin from the 70s. All right. I'm not a crazy person, I promise. And whenever somebody says they're not crazy, they're crazy. (laughs) Did I talk about social media yet? Because if not, I got to talk about that and then I'll get out of here. Let's see. Valentine's Day was recent. So props to you if you and your loved one made it one more Valentine's Day. Mine didn't but that's okay. <laughs> no. Um, if I unfollowed you recently, recently meeting within the past week, I don't want you to think it had anything to do with Valentine's day. And I think I might have talked about this a little bit, but again, if you're a girl, it's not because you got engaged or you're married or you're having a kid or you're pregnant or anything. I'm unfollowing you because I have not talked to you in five years in person. You don't owe me anything. I don't owe you anything. Let's keep it moving. Um, you know valentine it just happened to be around valentine's day i know a lot of people the girls will like get on their high guys too will get on their high horse and be like oh man i lost so many followers after i posted a picture of my significant other i promise you that was not the case that wasn't the reason but uh i hear the ups man coming, and i know my dogs are going to freak out and i have the mic turned all the way up so i don't want you guys to listen to that so I'm going to close it out here. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Um, Keep taking care of yourselves and each other. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Franco's World underscore. Subscribe to everything, okay? Subscribe, like, do everything. Uh, The Rocket Ride is... I'm in training to get on the rocket to take flight because we're number... 92 in Austria, number like 150 in the UK, and number 200 something in Germany. So, Dankeschön to two of those countries, and thank you, I guess, to the English-speaking country. (laughs) All right, uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, hope you have a good day. I'll see you.